Coming up on today's federal newscast, President Trump makes his latest pick to run the Office of Personnel Management. How did the IRS waste more than $3 million on unused software licenses? And one congressman is on a journey to make sure agencies don't abuse federal travel plans. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. President Trump announces his third pick in two years to lead the Office of Personnel Management. Trump says he'll nominate Dale Cabanis to be permanent OPM director. Cabanis previously served as chair of the Federal Labor Relations Authority during the George W. Bush administration. She also led the Republican staff on the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee on Financial Services and General Government for eight years. Margaret Weikert has been juggling two jobs as OPM's acting director and deputy director for management at the Office of Management and Budget for the past five Five months. A gentle reminder to agencies, make sure you clear any documents with the Office of Management and Budget before releasing the information publicly. Acting OMB Director Russ Vaught says everything from budget requests to congressional testimony to draft legislation must go through the OMB clearance process. Additionally, Vaught reminds agencies that they should be working with the White House's Cabinet Affairs, Communications, and Legislative Affairs offices when developing and executing media and legislative strategies. The Trump administration says it's so pleased with the initial response to its call for applicants for the Federal Cyber Reskilling Academy, it may expand plans for future cohorts. Federal Chief Information Officer Suzette Kent says agencies are already making plans to accept the initial graduates of the Reskilling Academy as future cyber defense analysts. Over half the applicants were GS5 through 11s. Kent says those grades hit the sweet spot where the administration believes it can make an impact with its reskilling training. The president signs an executive order to help reduce shortfalls in the nation's merchant marine workforce. The U.S. Maritime Administration says it faces a gap of about 1,800 civilian mariners. The new order is meant to address that gap by bolstering it with service members separating from the military. It aims to set up a streamlined credentialing process for members who've already worked in the sea services. The order would also waive credentialing fees for veterans looking to move to the merchant marine. The IRS wasted more than $3 million on unused software licenses between 2015 and 2017. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration also says the agency did not follow the federal acquisition regulations and IRS guidance when it purchased software tools from IBM. TIGDA recommends the IRS annually review its software subscriptions. DHS makes a decision about one of its two multi-billion dollar IT contracts. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. There will not be an Eagle 3 IT services contract from the Homeland Security Department. After two successful vehicles on which DHS spent billions of dollars since 2005, Chief Procurement Officer Soraya Korea announced the agency will move a lot of the work to existing government-wide acquisition contracts from GSA and NIH. DHS, however, will create Eagle Next Gen to meet agency-specific needs around cloud, agile, and systems integration services. Korea says she'll also make a decision about the future of the IT products contract called First Source by the end of March. I'm Jason Miller. The Air Force has a new comprehensive strategy for changing its business processes through the service over the next two years. It's calling for a readiness panel to improve senior-level decision-making by 2021 and using more state-of-the-art analytic tools to harness data by mid-2021. It's focused on the military's plan to counter Russian and Chinese technological advancements in warfare. 
Jay Cooper is the new Associate Director of Research for Business Operations at the Naval Research Laboratory. Cooper will be responsible for providing leadership, policy ideas, and enacting programs necessary to support the laboratory. He formerly served as the Comptroller for the Office of Naval Research. Tomorrow will be the first meeting of the White House's American Workforce Policy Advisory Board. The Commerce Department announced last month it will include CEOs of companies like Lockheed Martin, IBM, as well as Apple. Reuters reports most of them are scheduled to attend. The meeting is set to last three hours and will be live-streamed. A high-level official from the Obama administration is leaving the FDIC. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Charles Yee will leave his post as FDIC's general counsel at the end of March after more than four years on the job. Before joining the Banking Insurance Agency, Yee was staff director and general counsel for the House Committee on Financial Services. That was after stints at private law firms. An Army veteran, Yee reached the rank of captain. I'm Tom Temin. Recently confirmed EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler announces some new additions to the agency's staff. Mara Kamen will serve as the agency's new Career Director of Human Resources. She was the head of the Small Business Administration's HR office. Wheeler also picks Michael Molina to serve as his new Deputy Chief of Staff. He was the Senior Advisor to the EPA's Deputy Administrator. A program to assess poisonous chemicals has been throttled back by EPA-appointed officials. That's according to the Government Accountability Office. Auditors find staff running the Integrated Risk Information System were told last summer to stop issuing their assessments unless requested by their program office leadership. Program leadership was in turn told to limit requests to the top three or four assessments. Then, IRIS program staff members were told to spend up to half their time on other work. Democratic Senator Tom Carper requested the GAO audit. And a two-term congressman is looking to hold agencies more accountable for their excursions. Arizona's Tom O'Halloran introduces five ethics and transparency bills, four of which aim to cut costs for federal employees' travel. One is the Taxpayer's Dime Act, which ensures no taxpayer money is spent on government air travel that violates rules applied to senior federal officials. It also increases transparency and oversight of government travel and calls on the Office of Government Ethics to report on ways to strengthen existing rules. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal News Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.